0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Hangout Podcast. I'm your host, Juan Hernandez. I'm here with my co-host, Randy Canales. What's up, what's up? You might be very familiar with hearing our voices, maybe mine or Randy's, but needless to say, we're back into podcasting, at least for, how long's it been? A couple months, maybe, for both of us? Yeah, it has been a couple months. It's been a while. For me, I think it's been maybe, let's see, I, I stopped recording and. May of mm. 2015 I used to do the podcast for school for UHD mm-hmm. And I haven't recorded anything ever since just I'm just been trying to get all this stuff together for this podcast
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the last po- podcast I did uh, On my podcast Tech Startup Podcast, I think I was like November of last year. So it's been a long time uh, I know I've been on yours on the UHD podcast um, a little bit earlier than that, but Yeah, man, it's been a while been a long time
0: well it's great to be back man we're we're actually how convenient of this to be to be our first episode we're actually in austin texas right now recording in a hotel room as we speak literally as we speak <laughs> and uh this is actually my third time in here in austin texas i know you've been here a couple times randy uh yeah i have i've lost count at this point
1: but mm-hmm. uh austin's definitely a uh de- austin, austin's definitely a fun city man there's so much diversity here um it, it used to be just a small you know you, uh, college town with ut and now it's just huge man have the startup scene has blown up um just of course it's the music capital of the world so you have a lot of music stuff going on here as well um you got south by southwest and you got acl you got a bunch of cool stuff here every year a bunch of companies do their annual conventions here in austin too so man it's a cool city to be i i wish i could live here the only thing the only problems i have with coming to Austin or, or moving to Austin is, uh, one, the traffic sucks. <laughs> if you're stuck on I-35, man, you could be there for what should take you maybe 10 to 15 minutes to get to. Going on I-35 will take you like, man, 45 minutes during rush hour. Um, that and then also um, the uh, cost of living here is a lot higher than Houston, even though Houston's only like three hours away. Um, real estate here is more expensive and mainly just real estate. Real estate is just really expensive here in Austin, but uh, other than that, man, it's a cool city. I love the uh, the vibe of it. Um, everyone here is very cool, quirky, dorky, and weird, which is which is cool as well. Kind <laughs> My kind of people. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, Austin's an awesome city, and I'm glad that we're here for the weekend. So,
0: no, It's great to be back. We're actually catching the uh, – as we're recording this, it's um, Friday evening. So we're actually catching the Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz comedy stand-up show tomorrow night, Saturday night at the – what is it? Austin, Moody Theater? Yeah, Moody yeah, Theater. Moody Austin City Limits.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Joey Diaz is going to be in town. I can't wait to see him.
0: Um, but, uh, yeah, it is definitely going to be a good, good time tomorrow. So I can't wait. I really want to take this time to use this episode to kind of introduce ourselves to the people out there listening that are hopefully pick up this episode, or this podcast much rather, to kind of give a, uh, an introduction to what this podcast is all about, what we're all about. So, I'm going to start with myself. You know, I born and raised in Houston, Texas, 1991, of course. I've known Randy maybe about, I want to say maybe. Too long. Yeah, way too long. <laughs> I want to say about 11 years since the sixth grade. I knew you in fifth grade, but we really, really didn't start talking until sixth grade. Yeah. And went to the same elementary together, Briscoe Elementary. Uh, went to the same middle school together, Edison Middle School. Mm -hmm. and I guess we parted ways after middle school yeah I went to Austin high school and you went to
1: I went to Milby for my freshman year then I went to Chavez high school that's right
0: graduated from Chavez yeah and you graduated actually a year before I did
1: yeah we used to be the same year but I uh I went to adult high school classes and I was so tired of school man I I just needed to get out of school early So, um, and also too, like I, I was held back, like back in the third grade because I was an idiot and didn't want to color inside the lines, but, um, that's a joke by the way, guys. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I just decided to take adult high school classes, graduated a year early and, um, yeah, so I I graduated high school in three years
0: instead of four. So that was cool. And then about a year later, I graduated from Austin high school and went straight did the whole four-year college thing. Well, not actually four years, four and a half years. Mm. Close to five. Mm, yeah. Could have been four years, but uh, I got lazy during a couple summers and didn't take <laughs> any summer classes. Yeah, But did the four-year college thing. Graduated from the University of Houston downtown. Let's say about three months ago now, in May, with a degree and a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice. While I was doing that, I started working for the harris county youth village was which is a juvenile detention center the title is my title is juvenile supervision officer but on my paycheck it says detention detention officer which is pretty much the same thing when you really think about it and i've been doing that for since february so i'd say it's about six months already six months in Um, planning to move out to become a juvenile probation officer which is something that i've been interested in since i did my internship last year for a cups unit down in houston and it's been a it's been a pretty good experience thus far and here we are today yeah
1: cool man awesome story
0: and you're you're over here doing you're still doing the real estate thing you've been doing that since you graduated high school right
1: yeah so okay so i guess i'll go ahead and dive into my story so um graduated high school back in 2009 um while i was in high school actually i was i i got in, i got involved in real estate uh while i was still in high school um i joined this like local real estate investor club and got like i don't know i got fascinated with the whole idea of, of having like your own real estate business and stuff like that so um actually my actually the first podcast i started listening to was about real estate investing uh before even i don't even think podcasting was really out by then back in what was that 2008 2009 uh definitely definitely isn't what it is today but um yeah, I started listening to the podcast or the show. um, And then after I graduated from high school, I decided to go ahead and get my real estate license since I already knew so much about real estate. So I did that. And then um, essentially just been doing that and been, been in real estate now for the past um, five little over five years now. Um, More recently, I'm working on a few projects. I'm working on starting uh, two companies actually. Well, right now it's really just one. Uh, I just hired a business coach to help me start a marketing company as well. Uh, but I'm focusing on starting a transaction management company for other real estate agents. Um, it's going to be an online-based. And um, I'm going to be working on starting a marketing company, too, um, pretty soon, uh, probably within the next few months as well. But, uh, but yeah, just grinded it out. I graduated from the school of hard knocks. <laughs> Didn't go to college. Um, but um, it's definitely uh, – I guess it ended up working out in my best of my favor. I guess it's just more my personality type is more – of uh, going, I don't know, going the crazy route, doing entrepreneurship and business and stuff like that. So it's been fun. It's been a journey. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much my story so far. Um, I have so much more yet to accomplish. I got many goals to hit. But um, so far, I can't complain. I feel like I'm on the path to greatness. So it's going pretty good.
0: It was very interesting that we're both, um, we are both delved deep into the podcasting world. I mean, I started listening to podcasts maybe, I'd say... I'd say about maybe three years ago. Mm. It was actually the first time I started listening to like sa- satellite radio and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. about three years ago, and probably one of the first ones that I started listening to was Joe Rogan, mainly because of you. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I knew who Joe Rogan was already yeah. back then from uh, Fear Factor and the UFC and News Radio. Yeah, but I started taking the time actually to listen to his podcast, and man, just it just turned into this this whole thing
1: yeah 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 rogan was definitely one of the one of the big he still is i mean rog- rogan's huge as, as far as podcasting really. one of the top podcasters on itunes but uh yeah same here with, the, with me too um rogan was my first besides that real estate podcast whatever um rogan's podcast was really like the first like real real podcast i started listening to and then after that i started like listening to other guys um speaking about podcasting um one of the another big podcaster who's more of on um, like lifestyle entrepreneurship stuff and uh, just more lifestyle general stuff his name is lewis Howes. uh his podcast is called the school of greatness podcast um highly recommend it um a lot of it's th- a lot of the stuff he talks about is about business and entre- entrepreneurship a lot of it as well is just more general lifestyle stuff you know um health and wellness and relationships and just kind of you know stuff like that it's a really good podcast definitely recommend it but he's coming out with a new book called the school of greatness book and i'm actually on his launch team um Last week, they chose me to be on his launch team, which is cool. Um, His book comes out like in late October, the actual launch date of his book. So you can check it out on greatnessbook.com if you want to go ahead and check that out and reserve a copy. Um, Or if you're listening to this past October 2016, then book's probably already out by now. Uh, But I'm really excited because I'm getting an advanced copy before the general public, probably by the time I get back home to Houston next week. So that'd be cool. I'll check out the book, but I kind of got a little snippets snippets of it so far and it seems like a really, really good book. So yeah, a little plug there for Lewis, uh, school, uh, school greatness, uh, check out greatnessbook.com Um, highly recommend checking out his stuff and his podcast. I mean, that's
0: all I pretty much listen to now. Just podcasts on the yeah. way to work on the way back.
1: Yeah. I don't uh, listen to radio that much anymore um i mean i do um i actually i take that back i don't even listen to radio much uh, when i'm listening to music i'm actually listening to like spotify stuff mm-hmm. so it's like the internet has just taken over my <laughs> it's basically just taken over my uh, my car audio stuff because it's either spotify on the internet or podcasting so
0: yeah i mean you can only listen to the same songs over and over again for for so long yeah and i mean i got tired of it a couple of years back so i just started listening to um OP Radio. Mm-hmm. I don't have a subscription to Satellite Radio, so I'll just, I'll just listen to it from YouTube. I'll just stream it from there. Yeah. They usually stream their shows every day. Right. And uh, I'll just go from there. OP Radio. Uh, listen to podcasts from Podcast One mm. from people like Chris Jericho and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stuff like that. Yeah. Go deeper into like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Just an awful, awful lot of podcasts out there that you can check out. Not only that, but... Not only comedians, but there's also stuff on real estate, like you were talking about. Yeah. Um, music, movies, games—just about anything you can think of. There's a there's a podcast for that. Mm-hmm. You have podcasts for cars. Um, I'm right. sure they have have podcasts on how to start your own podcast. Yeah,
1: there's a podcast on how to start how, a podcast. How to start a podcast. So um literally you name it there's a podcast out there if you want to find a a podcast because you're passionate about popsicle sticks i'm sure there's a podcast on popsicle sticks Mm -hmm. like seriously
0: (laughs) it's just like youtube you could just search anything and how to make this or how to fix that yeah and you could just find it anywhere on the internet
1: yeah yeah pretty much man what was
0: your what was your setup like when you started uh doing your own doing your own podcast because i mean Mm -hmm. our setups have been pretty pretty simple from from what I remember from yours and what I, from what I remember from mine.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, my, my setup was pretty much essentially what we have here. I mean, just, I just have to, some mic that I bought off of amazon.com and audio Technica mic and then, uh, headphones and that's it, man. I didn't, I didn't even have an interface or anything. I just had the, the mic I bought is a USB mic. So it just plugs directly into my computer and then I just uploaded it to, uh, to some editing software and man, that's it, man. It's so cheap and simple to start, start your own podcast. So, um it's pretty it's pretty cool um not, it's not a whole lot it's not a whole lot different than what we got going on here right now uh here in the room right now in the hotel but pretty simple pretty simple stuff
0: yeah if you're wondering what kind of setup we're running right now i'm running a it's an m audio m track interface running straight from a macbook uh, what's it thirteen inch mm-hmm. and running two microphones yeah just two microphones mm-hmm. and a three way splitter which can plug in up to three mic, three headphone jacks three headphone three pairs of headphones and that's about it yeah it's a pretty simple setup running it through Adobe audition, which is pretty much uh, what I've been familiar with for the past year or so yeah and with recording podcasts I'm sure you've used that one too
1: oh yeah yeah I used to record my podcast with audition too it's pretty pretty sophisticated stuff but gets the job done
0: mm-hmm and when we started, I mean, when I started, I first started messing around uh, re- recording maybe, um, I want to say GarageBand. Mm-hmm. This was on a, on the school's iMac. I mean, I had no idea how to record. Yeah. Where, actually, when we first started recording, all I used was these uh, Apple headphones Yeah. and just recorded straight through it with using this little thing right here. Yeah, yeah. That you used to talk on the phone. Yeah. That's it. That's how I recorded my introductions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, look, to look, start. yeah looking back uh, and i did add some music t- uh under it yeah but it wasn't as good as when i got my when i bought a an ipad yeah i was able to record an intro using the ipad uh running a microphone through the ipad and just put the background music on it yeah it came out pretty good for 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 such a small device <laughs> yeah yeah and then eventually i just started researching online on how to get the audio from here to there Mm -hmm. and eventually i ended up having to buy an interface yeah well we ended up investing in one at school with the editor that was running the paper at the time yeah and myself we were it was a 50 50 kind of deal Mm. where we would both invest in in our own equipment and i guess put into as much as we did on the equipment on Put into it as much as we did on equipment. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it worked out great for for the time being. There. Yeah. You know, he took he interviewed primarily um, within the school, and I interviewed primarily out of school. Try yeah. to tie it into school, but not as much. It was kind of delving off to my own my own thing. Is what, what I'm doing now. It's just interviewing people that I want to interview. <clears throat> yeah. Not for the sake of just having them on, but just because they're interesting people gotten the yeah. chance to reconnect with a lot of people i'm pretty interesting close close to uh within my family and um just to try to get it across as, mm-hmm. as much as i can and i've heard from a lot of people from friends that i used to know back in high school i actually listen to it mm-hmm. and say hey i really enjoyed your, your th- podcast i never knew that you'd be that type of person that would actually sit down and have a conversation with somebody yeah like that yeah and ask questions and just talk about anything in general because i mean why we talked about anything on the podcast yeah talk about current news it was mostly about current news and uh having your own opinion on this and that yeah and this is pretty much the same format it's just more free form kind of doing it when we want wherever there's really not a i would like to keep it consistent but seeing as we're all so busy Mm -hmm. it's pretty hard yeah but I mean, we could try to keep it consistent as much as we can. Yeah. There's always going to be content going up on my channel, which is my full name, Juan Alejandro Hernandez on YouTube. Mm. You can find that. Um, it's not actually named the Hangout podcast yet, but it'll be going up there as the Hangout podcast. Mm. And it's very, very, a very easy process to turn this audio and upload it to YouTube. It takes seconds, minutes, if anything. Mm. It's, it's not that hard. I mean, anybody out there interested in doing a podcast, just uh, just go for it. It's not that hard. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, sure you I didn't, didn't. didn't either, no. And eventually we figured it out. And we ended up connecting with a lot of people that were very interesting. And to this day, I'm still striving to connect with more people.
1: Yeah, so... Um, this is a pretty random podcast so i'm just like going on the internet right now and
0: no i mean it, it really is because since it's the first one i mean you, you listen to the first one that we did for school we were talking about what were we talking about on that first episode it was mm. pretty much us talk not us but the editor and i we were talking about isis isis yeah. yeah that was our first episode yeah looking back i'm like man and oddly enough we were sharing one mic yeah. during that episode which is pretty strange and now we're just we have our own separate mics and our own little rig right here. We don't even have to worry about sharing anything. Yeah. We just gotta invest in better stands and stuff like that. But I mean, it's good for, the, for the time being, that we're here in Austin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna be checking out the uh, what's it, is, it, is it the float lab? No, no, no. Uh, zero gravity. Zero gravity. So zero gravity is a um, basically like they uh, it's this place here in Austin where they have flotation tanks. Um, if you listen to Rogan's podcast, you know what a flotation tank is because he talks about it all the time. But um, a flotation tank essentially is, um, and we this, this will be actually Juan and I's first time trying it, but it's essentially a, it's basically like a tank that you get into. Um, it, you're, it's fully covered. Um, it's completely dark when you go in there, you close the door, you lay on this tank. There's um, there's water there um, and there's also about, I think it's like 800 pounds of sea salt, something like that. So uh, what happens is um, they, the water is actually the exact same temperature as your skin. And uh, there's no sound. You don't see anything because it's pitch black, dark in there. And also, <laughs> my voice broke. And also, um, you're, uh, yeah, so you're just, you're, you're just essentially the, with all this uh, sea salt in there. Uh, I believe that's what it is that they put in there. Um, it, it causes your body to float on the water. So with you floating, with the water being the same temperature as your skin, and there being no sensory input from the outside as far as sight or sound, you're essentially kind of like mimicking like zero gravity. Like you're just like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, um, you like you're you just disappear from your body. From what I've heard, I don't know we'll, we'll check it out tomorrow. seems like it's going to be a cool experience. A lot of people have said it's uh they recommend it, but, um, seems cool. I, I would really like to check it out tomorrow. We are going to check it out tomorrow and we'll see, uh, if we record another podcast, we'll talk about how our experiences were afterwards, but it should be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, I'll get a, we're going to get a little 15-minute massage before our float tank starts. Just kind of relax our bodies a little bit, which I'm kind of looking forward to that, too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about that. That'll be fun for tomorrow. Um, and then, of course, the Rogan show is going to be tomorrow night as well, so that's going to be awesome as well. So I just realized we're going to be trying the flotation tank the same day. We're going to go see Rogan, so that's kind of cool. Rogan's the one who introduced us to flotation tanks and sensory deprivation stuff, so
0: should be pretty interesting. Ironically enough. You know, it's, it's it's nice to, to get away from the city every every now and then, mm-hmm. especially now that we're out for a little three day weekend escape from hmm. the pressures of the living in the city hmm. and working working the grind every day. Yeah, I'm sure just just as myself, yourself, and everybody out there listening, because hmm. I mean it's you get sometimes I feel like I get I'll get stuck in a rut and just be. Doing the same thing over and over again, and then I realized, man, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I need to like, I need to chill for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take it easy. Yeah. Or else you're gonna you're gonna end up burning on quick. I was feeling like that a couple of days ago. Felt like I was burning. I'm like, man, I've only been working for six months and I'm already burning out. <laughs> wow. But that it, it in a job like that that does tend to happen because of all the stress and all that. And it's I'm not gonna say it's an easy job but you know it's very it's very demanding and if you're not in the right, right uh, state of mind in the right frame of mind you're gonna you're gonna go crazy hmm. and I've managed uh, to be able to control myself as far as uh, any type of anger that might come uh, stress just anything related to to the job yeah cause you're dealing with juveniles every day you, yeah
1: that's that's interesting right this hard to cut you off that's interesting too that you brought that up earlier on the mm-hmm. way over here um you're talking about these juvenile kids and uh you said a lot of the common facts because you get to see like their history uh, you get to see the notes of, mm-hmm. of uh you know why they're there and stuff yeah. like that interesting fact was i asked one like so how many of these kids were like kids from like really bad childhoods where you know maybe they didn't have a father didn't have a mother if they did they were just never there and you're saying like just about every single one of these kids just grew up in a very bad environment so i found that pretty interesting
0: Mm -hmm. and this very ever so often you'll hear about a kid who's there just because he skipped school or or it was something related to school Mm -hmm. they end up going to cp and then they had to send them back and eventually they just said you know what we'll find a placement for you and you're going to spend do your time there I mean, it's really, it's really hard sometimes when you, I try not to think about it too much, but then you take a, you take a step back and you realize, man, this is, this is reality. You know, some, some of these kids are in there for, I wouldn't say serious crimes, but they are, they can be deemed pretty serious. You know, anything from aggravated assault, assault, robbery, Yeah. Uh, drugs, prostitution, trafficking, just about anything you can think of. Yeah. They're there and we're there with them. I'm there with them five days a week. Yeah. We're pretty much there, their entire day. We're the ones that have to deal with the most. Um, we're the ones that do the most work in the two to 10 shift. Six to two, I mean, they do do a lot of work, but they're primarily, they spend time with them at school. And at school, is the teachers that actually re- redirect them and, you know, they're the ones that are in charge. We're just there to, you know, supervise in case anything goes wrong. Uh, two to ten, you know, you're dealing with these kids. Uh, by the time they're getting out of school, um, they go to the gym, go back to the dorm, get ready to go eat, come back, take showers, and program the rest of the night. Yeah. Most of these kids, I mean, I wanna say most of them, but, you know, some of these kids were asked. To stay for the GD program, or if they were show any interest, some of these kids didn't really care. Yeah, them. they just say they'd rather do it when they get out. And you know, reality is they're gonna go back doing the same thing over and over again. We can't stop that. You know, we can. We can only do so much as to play a big role, and you know, be, being a being a good role model for these kids, um, showing them that what they're doing showing not only telling them but showing them that what they're doing is wrong you know that there are consequences when you do bad things and that's what we try to get out of these kids that the placement you know if their behavior isn't up to isn't up to par hey you're gonna suffer the consequences you're not gonna get away with it you know i'm very stern with 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 my kids with my boys you know i don't i don't let them get away with anything i remember It must have been about maybe a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. One of my kids was like, man, Mr. Hernandez, you're too strict. Why are you too strict? And I'm like, I'm just doing my job. That's my job. If I come across as strict, then I'm doing my job. Yeah. You know, if people, I don't want to be known as that cool uh, detention officer. I don't want to be known as that. Because once I've become known as that, man, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I mean, who wants to be known as that? You know, oh, yeah, I like when he's here. He's cool. You know. And these kids are happy to see me every day because they know they know who I am. They know how I am. You know I play by the rules. You don't play by the rules, you're done. You're Dunsky. You're Dunsky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a it's a very simple program. These kids just make it much harder than it is. And you know, some of these kids overstay their welcomes. Believe it or not.
1: Yeah.
0: You're some of these kids are only sent. Maybe four months. Some of these kids end up doing seven months, eight months, nine at the most, from what I've seen so far. Yeah. But it's um, it's a very demanding job, but I enjoy it. You know, I really can't complain. You're sure you're gonna have your days where you don't feel like being there, or you just don't feel 100%. You know, I've had maybe about one or two days like that where I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it. But I try my best, even when I'm not feeling it. It's a very interesting uh, career career path to go on, mm. and I'm um, I mean, having a lot of fun, to say the least. Not a lot of people can say that. Mm. I know a lot of people that work with me, man. They're just miserable, miserable, and yeah. you know don't want to be there and don't want to interact with these kids. That's most people just with their careers. Want to sit miserable. sit back, and some of these some of these cats, you know, either they're there, you know, to collect the paycheck. Some just can't move up because they're lacking that degree. And I I tell these boys all the time, hey, get your high school diploma and do something afterwards. You know, I've heard stories where uh, some of these boys want to go join the military or go to college. And,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: I encourage them to do all that stuff. You know, do whatever you want to do. Just do something. Get, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of this lifestyle because this lifestyle is not going to lead you anywhere. But either going to prison which i've heard of many cases already mm-hmm. or end up dead one, yeah. or the, one or the other i mean yeah it's, it's
1: well. it has a lot to do with their environment how
0: they grew up and
1: you know the, usually the, it usually has a lot to do with the, i mean i don't want to cast blame on the parents but i mean it, it does have a lot to do with them
0: it really does because um, i mean growing up my parents were very strict yeah and if if they ever found out that I was uh, starting to slip, they were gonna let me know right up front. Hey, yeah, we're not gonna have any of this. You start doing all this, all this crap, you're out of the house. That's it. Simple as that. Yeah, and that's what these kids lack: a lot of discipline, a lot of structure, yeah, and a lot of, a lot of um, parenting.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the problem with that is, I think Rogan said it best: is that. Stupid people breed other stupid people, so that's true. so it's just. Uh, I mean, you know, they're they're in a messed up situation, and they have kids, and their kids just grow up around that type of environment. And that's what they think is normal, and that's what they grow into, and, and that's how they that's how they react, that's how they respond to the world as well. So it's just uh, it's unfortunate. But uh, in other news, so I'm here on FoxNews.com right now, just searching for just random shit, and. Um, <laughs> So under the science section on FoxNews.com, there's a there's a headline that says uh, American astronauts are drinking recycled Russian pee, and um, says Whoa. here yeah, it says here every drop of every, every drop of water counts on board the International Space Station, and drinking recycled urine is a fact of life if you're an American astronaut. So that's a pretty interesting fact, guys. In case you're just wondering what happens on the on the International Space Station, um, they're actually drinking recycled Russian pee up there. So if you think you have a bad life, um, just think about the guys in uh, space right now flying around the globe who are drinking recycled pee because that sucks. But
0: um, but you're a big
1: space nut, right? I am a big space nut. Uh, dude, uh, I was a kid. Uh, I was crazy space nut.
0: Yeah, I mean, I pretty much grew up because of my dad. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's a pretty much NASA's biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, growing up, I'd watch... Uh,
1: I see his NASA... Bumper stickers on his truck. Yeah, on his truck, and <laughs> he
0: used to have some on his car too. Yeah, well, I took them off. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I used to be way. I'm still way into all that stuff uh, about the planets and <clears throat> space exploration and all yeah. that types of stuff. Do you think?
1: Uh, do you think there's aliens out there, Juan?
0: I think there's some form of extraterrestrial life. If you wanna, are they gray and have really big eyes? I have no idea. <laughs> I would. I would love to see them. Yeah, but I think there's. I think there's extraterrestrial life out there. We just haven't discovered it yet for sure. People say oh UFOs and they, well what they really what they really stand for is unidentified flying objects. So you don't know if it's actually a alien or not. Yeah. It might be just a drone or some type of spacecraft flying around, who knows. Yeah, that's I don't crazy. Know. I don't know, but um, the stuff we've been getting from as far as pictures from Mars and stuff like that. It's uh, it's pretty interesting to see what what we're capable capable of doing. Hmm. And they they st- they're still planning to go on, on going to Mars. They just haven't figured out by when. Yeah. They keep saying we're gonna go by this year, and then this year comes around. And oh yeah, that's st- gonna take a long time to do that. We're still not ready. I uh, from what I've read articles that I've read, I think it takes about six months to get to Mars. Six months. Six months. Damn. I mean, it only takes maybe a couple of weeks to get to the moon. Yeah. But six months imagine flying six months just just (laughs) sitting there
1: yeah you're uh you think you're pissed off in your little uh you know united airlines two-hour flight imagine sitting in an airplane for six
0: months six months damn i mean six in six months you can do anything i mean what what in the last six months i've done a lot (laughs) yeah and just i mean sitting there just and not only that but they have to they have to find a way to Go and then to find a way to come back, because hmm. I think what they were trying it's to it's a one way ticket. What they're trying to do is be able to, I guess, find a way to create fuel on the moon and be able to transport it to Mars and then come back. Hmm. Something like that. Interesting. Related to that, yeah, but you know who knows how f- when the time will come. You know, I'm sure we're still gonna be alive by the time they do go. Yeah. End up going. It'll be. It'll happen in our and um our lifetime for sure yeah but uh, it's a, a lot of interesting stuff out there i mean oftentimes you turn on the news i don't know about you but i rarely watch i mean I'll, I'll have the tv on to a news channel but it's very rare that i pay attention to it nowadays yeah so stuff just kind of pay attention to the stuff that's happening around houston and stuff like that yeah as, but as far as like he- headline news and you get tired of hearing the same stuff over and over again. Like, this whole thing with Donald Trump. Uh, dude. I mean, I'm way beyond it already.
1: Speaking of headline news, I'm re- re- reading a uh, celebrity headline news right now on Fox News. I'm just, like, exploring. I, by the way, never. I'm never on Fox News.com or CNN.com. But since we're on the podcast, I'm just, like, scrolling through here. Um. So this Marine asked Ronda Rousey out to the Marines' uh, Corpus Ball. And he did a video on this, and he got, like, 3 million views ronda rousey hasn't made an official announcement yet whether or not she'll be i guess his date to the marine Corps ball but yeah he got like three million views got a lot of people putting hype around it the only thing is it says that it's going to be in december which is going to be around the same time as her uh fighting schedule um training whatever so it might not happen but how cool would that be um if this guy gets ronda rousey to be his date that'd be pretty cool
0: what do you think about Ronda Rousey now? I mean, we mm-hmm. both we both want to go see her Yeah. Her last fight on pay per view. Yeah. And now every time they announce a new fight it's like, oh it's it's gonna be a no brainer, she's gonna win in a matter of seconds. <laughs> what yeah. do you think about that? Do you think that that's pretty accurate or
1: I think they need to throw her in the ring with Mayweather or something? That's the only way. No, I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, man, she's she's such, she's just such a good fighter. Uh it's hard to Pair her up against someone who's actually going to challenge her. Um, so it's uh yeah, I mean she's she's saying that she wants to have an entire MMA fighting career, professional fighting career, and go down as undefeated and not lose a single fight, which is crazy. But I mean, after what what is she now like, twelve and zero or something like that or something like that, yeah. So I mean, I was like, damn, it's just not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, she's she's a beast, man. She's really good. Um, I, I think the only I guess a really big challenger for her would be like Chris Cyborg, but Chris Cyborg is so much bigger than her, and on top of that, she's like all roided up and looks like a, and looks like a man, mm-hmm. um, built like a man. Um, but uh, yeah, that w- I think that would be a really interesting fight. I think Ronda Rousey would still probably take down Chris Cyborg, even though Chris Cyborg probably is way bigger than her, heavier than her. Uh, I think Rousey, Ronda just has so much technique, and she's good. She's you know she's so good with her jiu-jitsu. She's so good with her judo that, and her and
0: her stand-up skills is not bad now either. Um, See, I think that's what people miss. They just write her off as oh, it's gonna be an easy fight. But yeah. that's how good she is. She's just that damn good. Yeah. And yeah, you know, when have great. you seen a fighter like like just a fighter in general? It doesn't have to be a woman fighter or a man fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man. Uh, it's uh i don't know it's been i don't know years maybe mm-hmm. maybe brock lesnar back when he was fighting but even then he wasn't 100 percent. yeah he was battling diverticulitis when he was fighting so he was. imagine if he was 100 yeah before the, uh when he started fight when he started fighting what yeah. he could have done i'd say he lost maybe about two fights mm-hmm. one against i think it was frank murr and i think the other one was against Alistair Overeem, yeah, yeah, and even then I'm like, man, he wasn't 100 percent then. Imagine what he could do now. Yeah, but he opted out and decided to return to his stomping grounds, which was a WWE professional wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, just lately, I've I've just made the jump back into wrestling not too long ago at the start of at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, oddly enough, I dropped out way way too long ago. <laughs> yeah around i'd say maybe i started peaking around 2007 maybe so yeah it was about that time i dropped out i I was maybe about in 10th grade that's Mm -hmm. when i made the jump to ultimate fighting championship but we grew up we both grew up on wrestling since the late 90s -hmm. i remember first time i started watching wrestling was in 1996 damn first ever wrestler i saw on vhs tape was stone cold steve austin yeah one of my favorite all time wrestlers.
1: Remember that wrestling club I did back in elementary school? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I remember <laughs> that. We talk about it that a was lot. A to, cool to, shit, this, to this day. You do? Yeah, every time you mention it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> every time I mention it. Yeah, every time you mention it, like, pretty remember? proud of it. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so back in elementary school there was this um uh, so um elementary school there was like this bunch of uh, after school um uh, activities stuff going like that going I think they called it Bear, the Bear program, something like that. I remember it being called something. But anyways, uh, wrestling was huge back then. And I was like, man, it'd be cool if there was a wrestling club in our school. And there wasn't. Of course, there wasn't, right? It was violent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll try like, this at home, kids. I was like, all right, well, cool. Um, I'll just start my own club and like not ask for permission for starting my own little after school. It wasn't after school. It was actually we did during school. But uh, we started this wrestling club. Um, it was funny because we all got these little bracelets that had like whatever whatever you were so if you're like the champion or international champion or tag team champion whatever like everyone had like these bracelets on which is pretty funny and everyone was there everyone played their own character like i know was, i think i was the rock and undertaker i think that's the characters i kind of like played but we would have all these like fights done during recess and um we would have like a royal rumble like once a year i think for i think we did this wrestling club for two years if i'm not mistaken but um man it was a lot of fun a lot of fun doing this little underground wrestling club. I think we were such little rebels and savages back then.
0: <laughs> no, but back then wrestling was wrestling it was, was huge. Hot. It yeah, was hot back
1: wrestling. Then. What
0: wrestling back then is what UFC is now, basically. Yeah, and this was way before the internet. Yeah, oh yeah. So it was pretty hot. Now everything gets thrown up online pretty quickly, and it kind of that kind of uh, kind of magic kind of disappears. From I mean, it's still enter- I mean, that's, that's the reason why I, I started watching it again because it's entertaining. To me, it's in- entertaining. It might be PG now, but I think the entertainment's uh, gotten a little better from the time I dropped off up until now, which is maybe about a eight about an eight year span that I wasn't watching at all. Yeah, at all. I mean, at all. Just yeah, out of touch. Yeah, because I was way too deep into a mixed martial arts. And not that I hated it, I just I guess kind of grew out of it a little bit. Hmm. And eventually, I started watching back, um, started watching these pay per views again on the uh, what do you call it, the WWE network, and it's 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 pretty cool. I never had the luxury to watch pay-per-views. Whenever they would come on, I would always miss them. Yeah. And now I'm barely going back to everything I missed. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't so. care if it's 2003 or 2005. <laughs> I'll watch it because yeah. I missed out on it. And, I mean, now you still have your, you still have, there's about several wrestlers left from the Attitude Era that are still going at it. Hmm. The only one I can think of is The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He just came back maybe about two months ago. And he's still in, I mean, he's still in great shape for his age. Yeah. I mean, imagine all the injuries that he has.
1: Yeah, yeah. God.
0: And he actually, believe it or not, he actually lives in Austin, Texas.
1: Undertaker. Yeah. Oh, I do not know that. Yeah.
0: Because I saw a picture of him. Uh, we
1: we're running into him here. We're <laughs> <laughs> running into him at the Joe Rogan show tonight, or tomorrow night. Right. <laughs> or the float lab. Zero gravity.
0: I guarantee you he he does have a membership at the Onnit Academy. I guarantee you. Probably. Because I saw a picture of him working out at, at the Academy. Oh, there? Academy. Interesting. Yeah. And that, that was the week before he returned at the pay-per-view. I forget the name of the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. When he returned and uh, got into a, another another program feud with uh, Brock Lesnar, which I think is probably one of the best feuds of all time. Because these guys have been feuding since, like, 2003. Mm-hmm. And the programs that they both work, I mean the psychological factor that goes into it, man, nobody can pull it off better than these two at that level, and with no championship on the line, forget about that. you don't need a championship to get these two beasts in the ring <laughs> yeah I mean they'll go at it for as long as they can yeah do you ever see the do you ever see the undertaker retiring? I hear a lot of people say that he's it's time to retire already.
1: Yeah, man, he's old. How old is I'm now Probably like in his uh, late 50s, maybe? I don't know. Close to 50.
0: How about let's just Google it right early, now. Early, Yeah, He's like he was born in 67, if I remember correctly.
1: Dang, you remember the year? Yeah. 65, it's, actually. He's 50. He's 50? Born <laughs> March 24th, 1965. Mm-hmm.
0: So he's about around the same age as my dad. Close.
1: His real Close. name is Mark William Callaway.
0: Yeah, that's definitely not a wrestler's name. <laughs> <laughs> Stay at the Undertaker, buddy. Let's, let's just... Let's just do the undertaker instead is more more merchandise there <laughs> yeah wow but that's a long time he's he's been in wwe since like 1990 yeah 1990. so that's 25 years wow <laughs> wow and he's never been fired he's never been released yeah that's crazy only other wrestlers i can think of is maybe triple h and Shawn michaels yeah. but they're done already mike Shawn michaels retired a couple years ago yeah, Triple H only wrestles once a year, much like the Undertaker. Yeah, um, the Rock comes back every now and then. Yeah, when he's not busy doing movies. Um. Anybody else? I can. Uh, Stone Cold's been retired since two thousand three. Believe it or not. Damn, it's been that long. <laughs> it's been that long. He he had to hang it up already. Yeah. Um, M- Mick Foley. He's been retired for for years since like two thousand. Yeah. Um Edge and Christian, I don't know if you remember those guys. Yeah. They've they're retired as well. No oh, yeah. They're done. And they're young too. They're much younger guys. But it's a a lot of people don't realize that. You know, people wanna write it off as saying, oh wrestling is fake. You know fake you can call it fake. But you know it's more kind of acting rather than it being fake i mean yeah some of these moves might be fake but some of these injuries are pretty damn real <laughs> yeah. i just heard of a wrestler the other day um i forget his name he ended up having to have neck surgery cuz he got dropped on his neck pretty bad oh, yeah. on a landing yeah ouch i think it was some type of like uh i don't know some type of spine buster type of thing and he i guess he landed awkwardly on his neck he ended up having to have have a fused Mm. And that's that's all close to a year mm. of being out of action. Imagine that. I mean, that's that's not real, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's not real. <laughs> I mean, that that's real. That's not fake. <laughs> yeah, you can't fake that. I mean, sure, UFC is more real because it's hand to hand combat, but wrestling's pretty real too. Professional yeah. wrestling, for that matter. I mean, I've I've seen. I've heard of wrestlers. I mean, just this these past couple couple months. I mean, Roddy Piper and Dusty Rhodes passing away at very early ages. All the aches and pains that they've gone through. Hmm. Just imagine being in pain twenty four seven. I mean, that's that's rough. That is rough. Yeah, that is rough. But we have we have gotten back to to basics, and um, just for a little little encouragement. know when i start working out again i usually like to pop on a wrestling match or something yeah (laughs) i don't know just for kicks it kind of gets gets me in the moment that i'm probably gonna get bigger big like those guys but that ain't gonna happen that's for sure yeah
1: (laughs) yeah looking at photos of the untieker man he's getting old
0: is he yeah well he, he he does dye his hair and beard there i've seen pictures of him where he looks really really old
1: whatever happened to kane is he still wrestling yeah,
0: I think he does uh, from time to time. I haven't seen him wrestle lately. Huh. But he used to be a monster back back in back in the day. Yeah. A big red machine.
1: <laughs> Kane. Yeah,
0: and...
1: Uh, Remember that time he finally revealed his face and he was like, just one ugly ass dude.
0: Oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> just put the mask back put on. Put it back on. Put it back on, son. <laughs> but yeah, all these wrestlers and very... Very so often you find wrestlers transitioning from to other areas, whether it's acting or even mixed martial arts. I mean, you saw what Brock Lesnar did in the UFC, went on to become heavyweight champion. How many wrestlers can say they've done that? Yeah, not so many. I mean, CM Punk just made the transition to UFC. We'll have to wait and see how his fight goes.
1: Hmm.
0: Very curious to see that his fight, his first fight. Yeah. Um, I know The Rock's doing movies Stone Cold's doing his podcast Chris Jericho I mean not only does his own podcast but has his own band too which is pretty pretty cool yeah it's one of my all-time favorites if for for those who may not know I mean you can you can look me up on Instagram and see it for yourself <laughs> yeah I mean i talk about this guy like there's no like there's no tomorrow but oh. I mean professional wrestling you know you can like it you don't have to like it I mean, I like it just for the entertainment. Yeah, I mean, as long as, as long as it's good entertainment, it's, it, it's, cool to me. I'm not a, I'm not gonna geek out on it too much, like I have just now. <laughs> yeah, like how you have the past twenty minutes. The past twenty, yeah, and, and counting, <laughs> and counting. What's our time, by the way? We mm, yeah, have about fifteen minutes. All right, cool. Um, anything else popping up as of late? I mean, with we're in a pretty relaxed atmosphere right now in in this hotel. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, it's very good. I think it's very good to get get away for a little while, whether it's two or three days, from the daily grind. Yeah, you definitely need a reset every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I know we've gone to the shooting. We haven't gone to the shooting range that often, but the last time we went was maybe about um. Was has it been a month already? Mm, yeah, like three. Yeah, probably like three, or four weeks ago. Wow. And I know you were telling me you just purchased a new gun, which is actually sitting on a on a table over there, sitting on the counter right next to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a
1: Glock, Glock forty three. Um, man, it's an awesome gun, dude. I'm glad I bought it. Um, really good. I I sold two of my other guns just to buy this one. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a nine millimeter. Um, it's uh, you only have you have six rounds in the magazine and then one round in the chamber, so it holds seven total. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome gun, man. I I feel way. I feel way better holding a nine millimeter than my three eighty Ruger I had, which is a smaller, the smaller round. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, with all the shit going on nowadays, it's good to, to be carrying, especially having a, a concealed handgun license (CHL). It's nice to have it. Um,
0: did you just, see? Did you see that thing on the news the other day with that with that news reporter? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I actually saw the full video. I, I don't. I do not recommend anybody seeing that video. It's yeah. It's rough yeah I mean, you're pretty much witnessing a murder on on video yeah it's uh if i if I could take it back, I'd probably not watch the video, but I mean, as soon as it went up, people are gonna grab it, yeah, and whether you delete it or not, it's still up there, yeah, so I mean, but that is that is just the mentality to the nerve to you know be standing around there and just waiting for to do that, yeah. And I think it only took maybe like three or four shots, and the lady just ran away. I mean, she had already been shot, but you couldn't see it in the video. Yeah. You could only see it when he was pointing the gun and just started shooting. And he killed two people, the news reporter and the photographer. Yeah. And he injured the lady that was being interviewed, but she she made it out okay from what I heard. Yeah. But like you're saying, man, you never know and he's, who's carrying, who's not. Especially now that they wanna pass the open carry law.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that'd be, I think that's a good
0: idea. What do you think about that? Going back to the, I have mixed feelings about that. To be honest. Yeah. Um, because they talked about, they actually talked about having college students carry. Yeah. Carry guns to school. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah. As far as open carry, um, you know, it kind of falls, kind of falls in along the same lines as carrying in school. Shadow thing's a good idea. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, definitely not at school, for sure.
0: um, I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah. I guess they just need to become much more stricter on uh, purchasing guns and weapons. Yeah. As far as the background checks go, and uh, they need to be more stricter with that. Yeah. I'm not saying ban guns completely, because that's not going to help at all. Yeah. I mean, you look at prohibition. What did that do for alcohol? It only doubled the crime rates. Yeah, and the corruption. You try banning these guns; it's too late. You already have them out on the streets. Yeah. So the best thing you could do is just enforce the laws. You know, make it much more stricter. And because anybody, if you think about it, anybody could purchase a gun. Anybody. You only need your ID and cash. Am I correct? <laughs> uh, well, not anybody. I mean, you still gotta go. Oh, no, I mean, true, true. If you're true. buying it
1: at a at a, at a gun store, or, um, you know, if you're buying it through. Uh, an authorized gun dealer, then you have to go through federal background checks Oh, like that. correct. Yeah. I mean, they run
0: it real quickly on on the computer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But even then, you don't know the mental state that that person's in. That's what I'm saying. They had they have to be much more stricter with that. Yeah. Because down the road, who knows? You end up having another shooting just like this guy did. And this guy, look, this guy may have not been crazy, but just no, all, all out of he
1: was definitely crazy. Anyone well, who shoots somebody is that. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: Either that or you're just looking for revenge. You're just a cold blooded person.
1: Yeah, fuck but, that guy.
0: But yeah. No, you're right, man. It's you know, had had somebody would have would have had a gun there at that instant. Yeah,
1: I it's, mean it's hard to it, say.
0: Well he um It just happened out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it's happen it happened so they, quick.
0: They weren't expecting that at all. So there's pretty not much pretty much you can't do anything. Yeah. In that situation. I mean you would be walking down the street and somebody pulls out a gun on you and that's it. Yeah. You're done.
1: Yeah, that's horrible, man.
0: But it's, it's tough. But that's just the, real, the, that's just the reality that we live in. You're going to have people like that. Yeah. You're going to have people like Donald Trump spewing their hate all over news. Which yeah. I got to say, you know, I do, I do like him for speaking his mind because he's making everybody else look bad. But at the same time, you know, you you might want to think about what you say before you actually say it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, saying things about other races and uh, that are very inaccurate. (laughs) Yeah. And trying to come up with plans and things that just don't make sense. You know, trying to build a bigger wall and this and that. What's that going to do? It's not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, I was talking with my coworker, uh, must have been yesterday or day before, probably yesterday. Um we were talking about we've been we talk sometimes about politics and what's going on. And he asked me yesterday, "Do you know who you're going to vote for?" And I'm like, "To be honest, I don't know. I really don't know." Yeah, I mean, do we really want another Clinton in in the in office? Do we want another Bush in office? Do we want Trump? I mean, who do we who do we want? Yeah, nobody. Just I don't know. <laughs> the freak party. It's a freak party. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I mean, it's very it's very tough. I mean, I really don't spend too much time talking about politics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And my best bet is just vote for whoever you feel is best for i guess your situation and your your place in in society yeah i mean if i had it if i had it my way i mean i'm always i'm always gonna support uh i'm always gonna well, not always gonna support i'm always gonna go with my gut and say hey i'm voting for this guy or or this woman but as far as the candidates now forget about it I mean there is not one that I would vote for right now maybe I could be wrong maybe I could be wrong maybe come next November I'm already sold on somebody yeah (laughs) but I don't know they say go out and vote you know a lot of people don't vote and then they complain hey how come you're doing this well you should have voted yeah whether you whether you like them or not You can just vote independent. (laughs) That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. But, I mean, it goes both ways. You vote Democratic, the Republicans are going to hate. You vote Republican, Democrats are going to hate. You can't win. Yeah. And eventually, it's just all show, you know, behind the scenes. You know they're slapping each other's hands and high-fiving each other. I mean, you know how it works. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just a bunch of bunch of nonsense man
0: <laughs> bunch of nonsense indeed and that's why that's why i love podcasting you can just talk about anything you want you can instead of having to turn on the news and oh and today a massive shooting or another robbery and it's like every day's the same thing yeah you know we just we accept the fact that you know people are getting killed in the streets you know they're getting busted for drugs but you want to you also want to, you know, I, I want to listen to people talk about movies, talk about um, sports. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of movies, sports, comedy, podcasting, you name it. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I mark out easily <laughs> on all those things. But it's a, it's like a little, little introduction to what we're trying to do with this podcast, where it's headed. And like I said, we're just going to keep on growing from here on out as far as equip- equipment goes i mean the equipment now we can just we could just run this for as long as we want all we have to do is keep buying more splitters for our headphones and microphones and we're we'll we're pretty much good to go we don't need we don't need to buy a high end mixer this isn't the Joe Rogan experience <laughs> yeah or a high end uh, radio show it's just our own little thing to kind of get away for a little while and talk about Things that I know some people find of interest, whether it's, like I said, movies, music. I, did, I love to talk music all day, if I can. I remember I did an interview once for the school podcast with my first cousin. That's all we talked about. And just a little couple things here in between. But most, I noticed that that episode, I marked out on it the most, talking about music. We talked about music stemming from the 1960s all the way up until now. And it's a good introspective into his career and how things were looking back then as far as music goes yeah as far as creating music now now versus then versus now and it's pretty much the same as what we're doing right now i mean who would have thought that i mean would anybody have thought of this 30 40 years ago maybe not maybe just radio
1: yeah it's radio but not podcasting
0: like we're doing now i mean I would have never thought 10, 10 years ago I'd be doing recording a podcast.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, we well, 10 years ago you podcast. were 15, so. Yeah, that's true. Doing, 14, actually. Being stupid. Oh, actually
0: 13, right? How old are you now? Yeah. 23? 23. Going on 24 <laughs> in about two months. So Yeah, you were 13. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're all stupid back then, so. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say all of us. Yeah, not me. I know I was. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but I hope you guys enjoy listening to what is be- is becoming our first episode hopefully it wasn't a, the train wreck i was expecting maybe it was who knows <laughs> yeah it was it probably was yeah it was but as that's that's how all episode first episodes turn out you just <laughs> end up talking about introducing yourself and the next thing you know you're talking about something else that's the beauty of podcasting like i've said before time and time again talk about anything you want yeah computers microphones, interfaces, whatever you want to talk about.
1: Astronauts peeing recycled Russian pee. Uh,
0: professional wrestling. Yeah. You name it. Guns. I yeah. mean, in, the, in the time that comes, we'll have these episodes much more structured and we'll have more guests on like we like I would have to. Right now it's just the two of us. It's kind of going back and forth. has enough <bouncing laughs> ideas to each other. But, I mean, it's it's, it's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> But uh, I hope you guys enjoy listening to this first episode and and look forward to keep on pumping out more material in the long run. Yeah. And just if you guys are willing to check us out, I mean, I'll be throwing up links to my Facebook on my Facebook page and Twitter, Instagram. I mean, for if you're listening to this right now, I mean, you pretty much found it. <laughs> so i'll be I'll be throwing all these things up there. There's no actual official site yet that I'm gonna be promoting as of yet. I know I used to do that a lot with the school podcast because it was available. They always had the Facebook page and the Twitter page and yeah most of my stuff is personal the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram but it's gonna be available for the people that follow me yeah. which is pretty much the goal. I just want people that follow me to listen to it. I'm not looking for big old, big audience yeah. You know want to keep it local yeah but who knows well it's been fun randy and uh we'll get back at it tomorrow see if we can try to record something else yeah i mean we're in austin for three days so well two lo- two, days, two, and two and a Two Two and a half. so a lot can happen in two and a half days true whether it's daytime nighttime who knows yeah well it's been a lot of fun thanks For all tuning in to The Hangout Podcast, episode one, we'll see you next time.